Well, with the special that we're doing, it's a thank you to all the sponsors that uh, did the uh, joint promotion between the Morana Chamber and Tucson Business Radio X in reference to raising some funds for impact that's desperately needed, not only just now in the COVID-19 times, but most times they do a terrific job, Impact of Southern Arizona. And uh, this is going to help along those lines. So we're interviewing the various sponsors of the directory that went out to 50,000 on the email blast. And it's a way of saying thank you and to get to meet them. And one of the sponsors was Don Zavis. And Don Zavis is a well-known trainer out and about and all around Arizona, Southern Arizona and across America. And his representative is John Wechter. Good morning, John, welcome. Good morning, Mark, glad to be here. You're a seasoned business executive, entrepreneur, and organizational consultant, and you've got 40 years of experience with consumer and industrial manufacturing, healthcare, small business, Fortune 500 companies, and a lot more. Uh, one would say a wealth of experience, John. Uh, yeah, I've been around a little bit. I, uh, <laughs> that's, 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 that's very true. I uh, don't want to date myself, but, uh, but, but yeah, I've, uh, I've been around a while. Okay, so what's your current focus? I mean, you're obviously working with Don, so you can share what you do with him there. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, Don Zavis Sales Training has been um, basically an entity uh, that has uh, several offices around the country since around 2006, and um, and and he's got offices in in the Detroit for the Great Lakes area. Uh, Tucson for the Arizona Southwest area, as well as San Diego. And uh, I've been partnering with him um, in the last uh, couple of years to uh, assist him in his curriculum, as well as uh, classroom presentation and um, just uh, general overall client assistance. Well, you have extensive experience in the basic business disciplines of marketing, sales, operations, finance, accounting, and human resources. You've got a, an all-around terrific uh, background. Uh, this would help um, you profusely in working the system with, uh, with Don, I would imagine. You also hold a, what, a, a Bachelor of Science in Business uh, Administration and an MBA in Long-Range Planning. Do you think yes. business has changed a lot in your eyes over the last 10 years, John? Uh, the business the the need for relationships hasn't changed as as that much. I mean, business is still business, but we've just the approach and the tools we use are so different now with technology and the things that we can do on a um, on a like like right right now on a Zoom basis. The things that that we can do that just didn't exist uh, ten years ago is just amazing. And so the amount of productivity a business can, can, can get through in a, a specific amount of time has increased greatly. But, but in the end, it's still all about relationships, regardless how you develop them and how you keep them solid. Uh, people uh, don't like to be sold, but they love to buy. And, um, and those, the, those types of emotional buying uh, tendencies um, it, it doesn't really change regardless if you're in a bricks and mortar or if you're in a, a an online cart or or whatever so yeah there's just a lot of a lot of uh, uh the foundation hasn't changed that much but just the tools have yeah okay now you're also a certified predictive index practitioner and a certified talent optimizer please explain 
Uh, yeah, the uh, the predictive index is is a uh, behavioral assessment, uh, a data-driven workforce analytics behavioral assessment. It takes about six or seven minutes to to perform. It's it's free form, so there's there's no answering questions or anything like that. It's just it's just allowing your brain to click boxes based upon um, uh, the the stimulus that the words actually uh, affect on you. And so basically we call, I call that, it's, it, it ends up being the, the owner's manual to you. It shows you exactly uh, what, your, what your basic drives are and drives that basically lead to your needs. And then your needs actually is what controls your behaviors. And so if you kinda, if, and we, we give one of these out to every one of our clients, uh, as a starting point, because we want to know where their brain sits, what drives them, what their needs are, what their behaviors are, how predictable they're going to be, because that kind of tailors our one-on-one -on -one coaching to um, tailors how to how to how to you know navigate our one-on-one -on -one coaching with people. Well, you you partnered with Don Zavis Sales Training, um, and you've done this what since 2019 as an educator, trainer, and business coach. What does the firm actually specialize in? Uh, the firm specializes in, in, in basically the fundamentals of sales training. Sales training, most people don't realize that, that it's a, there's, a, there's a science behind it as well as an art. And it's not, it's not covered in any curriculum in, in higher education. And so you kind of take sales for granted. Either you're good in sales or you're not good in sales. Well, we have found, uh, we have found that to be uh, a totally, uh, 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 that, that's, just, that's just not the case. You can train to be a better salesperson. You can, you know, we do sessions on telemarketing and lead generation and digital marketing, bonding and rapport, closing and presenting and time management and referrals. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of things to it, isn't there? You know, there's a lot of things to it. And we have weekly training sessions free uh, to the public. Uh, currently, they were classrooms. I mean, pr previously, uh, pre-pandemic, they were classroom settings that we would have anywhere from uh, 10 to 30 people in them on a Friday morning. Uh, now they're Zoom sessions uh, every Friday morning at 9 a.m. And so, um, so this is where we cover all of this stuff. And then we have our monthly one-on-one -on -one personal coaching as well with our clients that we can just, we can really delve into their particular problem where they need help with, uh, because not everybody needs help with everything. They just need help with a certain type of thing. Like they don't understand the importance of cold calling or they don't understand the new technology and digital marketing. And we can help them through those challenges uh, and give them the tools they need to, uh, to go out there and, and be able to participate in those new technologies. Well, it sounds like um, you actually provide a large multitude of tools to uh, help them grow their business. Is this just small business, mom and pops, or medium size and, and through to you know, major corporates as well? The focus in the last couple of years has just kind of evolved into more small business, uh, uh, businesses with uh, you know, less than 25 employees, and what we've found is um, so many people have changed careers. 
they've either left their job willingly or, or taken a retirement package of some sort, and they've always had this desire to become an entrepreneur uh, or, or what we would might call a solopreneur. And so we've actually gone, uh, uh, we've actually done a lot of organic growth in that particular uh, uh, cohort or demographic um, as opposed to physically getting on an airplane and traveling to a corporate customer. Well, uh, you know, the pandemic has affected everybody in business one way or another. And you mentioned before that you do, for instance, in normal times where you would do, you know, 30 in a group. These are 30 individual business people or couples from a, from a business. How, how do you, is it everything just gone to on camera with a zoom type of a platform for you to be able to do this now? Or how do you do this? That is uh, with the exception of the one-on-one -on -one coaching where we can social distance in a, in a private room. Um, that can still be on a traditional basis, but, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Right now, everything is zoom and, um, it's, it's, you know, we, we actually do the live broadcast on Zoom, and then uh, we actually have on Vimeo, uh, all of our sessions are archived every Monday after the Friday class, and those archives go back to uh, weekly archives, so over 50 a year, going back five years to the beginning of 2016. So we have, an, uh, for clients that, that that really want to really excel in their learning we've we've got material uh that they can they can watch on video and then they can call us up and ask questions uh or they can ask for a zoom and so yeah it's now whether it comes back mark or not uh to the extent of previously uh no one can tell i don't have a crystal ball uh but we definitely have a plan a and b and c um, uh, to figure out, I mean, kind of in a predictive way uh, for the future to see how it all starts carving out. So we've been dedicating an awful lot of time to survival in the COVID-19 pandemic. And we've even published uh, articles on the 10 steps you can take now to prepare for the return of your business or the things that you can do to make sure your customers are still with you when mm. everybody resurfaces because a lot of a lot of people's customers are going to understand for the first time or, or realize hey they may not they may not need you anymore uh, because they've been living without you for three months and uh, and they just may never come back uh, or they may come back with a certain hesitancy you know, I've been talking to, I've got clients that are salon owners, for example, a lot of their, a lot of their over 60 clients um, just haven't resurfaced yet. They just, they're just, and they don't know if they're ever going to come back. So what are you saying that business should, uh, regardless in a situation like this should be staying in touch continuously? Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You, you have to stay in touch and, and you have to basically, uh, create new ways to get in touch and stay in touch. And so if you never did do all of the, all of the uh, social media stuff before, um, uh, now's the time to pick that, pick that expertise up and start and start doing that because you just, you've, you've got to find new ways to ping your customers, to remind them very subtly that you're still around, you're still available, you're still of great value to them. And if you don't do that, if you just disappear because 
that just seems like the thing to do is to disappear, well, then you'll disappear forever. We're speaking with John Wegter, who's representing uh, Don Zavis uh, Training and Motivation uh, on this special uh, show that we're doing on the thank you from Impact of Southern Arizona. And uh, it's uh, having interviews with the various business people and what they do. And they're quite diverse. It's interesting. John, let's talk about, you know, you were touching before you were speaking about uh, today, uh, IT is, is critical and the pandemic has brought that to the fore even more so. But, you know, one thinks that there's still the good old press the flesh, look in the eyes, still be able to relate to a customer, eyeball to eyeball, talk to them. Let's talk about sales training today where you guys may, how do you get around that issue? Do you get businesses asking you, oh, but look, I'm old fashioned and I like to deal with people face to face, you know? How, how and you and there's, there's no question that that's, that's, that's a significant problem. It's a significant change from the way we do things. I mean, for crying out loud, there used to be, uh, there used to be uh, pre-pandemic two and three uh, large networking events every week uh, for various chambers and 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 what have you, and and pressing the flesh is is a is is a great way to build a relationship. It's it's easier to build trust in a in a face to face environment, um, uh, and and so. It's it's going to be difficult for a lot of people to uh, to adjust, but they're going to they're going to have to change. They're, I mean, these are these are the, these are the times they are changing. To quote Bob Dylan, and um, and basically uh, we're we're just going to have to navigate through it. Sooner or later, some of the face to face conversations are going to come going to come back. Uh, they're probably going to be with a mask, so the relationship will be. A, eyes to eyes, not smile to smile, um, uh, if you will, and no more really shaking hands at this stage or for the foreseeable future until maybe there's a vaccine. Um, but yeah, I mean, you bring up an excellent point. It's difficult uh, for a lot of people to create new relationships via uh, a, a Zoom angle or or any of the other, uh, any of the other tools like uh, Facebook Live or or Instagram, things like that. Mm -hmm. And do you teach those? Uh, does uh, the Don Zavis uh, curriculum incorporate this this form of training? Yeah, we do. We do. In fact, I'm in the middle of an eight episode. Um, we just started an eight episode um, uh, series on digital marketing uh, on on the basics. Now, what what I what what I don't really do is I don't hold up a screen and, and tell people you got to click here and then you got to touch there and got to do that. Uh, but what I do introduce them to are, are are the benefits, all the things that you can do, all the things that are free, uh, how you have to how you have to look from a marketing standpoint at your processes and your touch points, and you have to you have to be able to. Um, overlay uh, that flowchart of customer touch points to the various marketing options that you have out there. So in other words, you might have a sales funnel with four touch points or a sales funnel with 15 touch points and certain types of uh, digital platforms 
uh, are good for either or, but not both maybe. Mm. And so we, we kind of give people the perspective on how they have to, how they have to change their thinking uh, and look at their business a little differently in order to, uh, to do successful uh, digital marketing campaigns. Okay, so that comes under sales training. Let's take um, business coaching because it is different. Yes, it is. So let's talk about business coaching then. Well, business coaching is more about about your business model and and the organization that you have in place to support yourself and your model. So uh, sales is one portion of a business plan. There's no question it's a very important one. Um, and there's also no question that sales and sales training are, very, are not covered very well at all from an educational standpoint in, in, in the community. Um, but from a business coaching standpoint, uh, we look a lot more at the talent of a business and the talent that you have around you. And we do a lot of network evaluation type of instruction whereby uh, we literally teach people how to, how to determine who's a successful part of your network and who can help you. But, um, and then we also tell them that we also give them tools that they can evaluate who's not, a, who's not a contributing part of your network. And those contributing parts of your, those non-contributing parts of your network are time wasters for you. So you either have to have a, a very honest conversation that, you know, um, we're going to go here, here, and here, or sometimes you just have to uh, end those relationships and find other people that are more aligned with what you're trying to do. Uh, talent optimization comes right in there because, you know, a lot of people, a, a lot of people have, have, have the human capital to do what they do from a number standpoint. They just don't have the right butts in the right seats. And so business coaching is more along the lines of, of assessing your, your talent and helping you acquire the right talent and making sure you have the talent there to support your business model. Listening to John Wechter on Tucson Business Radio X and our Impact Special. Uh, thanks to sponsors from Impact of Southern Arizona and of course the Miranda Chamber. Now, let's talk uh, then about, you touched on this actually during business coaching, but behavioral assessments. How does that come into play? Well, basically, what behavioral assessments do, and there are a lot of them, and I and I I'm familiar with 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 several, but I'm only I'm only um, for, quote unquote certified in 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 the predictive index. Uh, but there's Myers Briggs, and there's 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 DISC, and there's there's all kinds of there's there's Omnian criteria, and there's all kinds of assessments out there. Um, and and they're all somewhat similar, but but I believe predictive indexes is a little more effective in the sense that it uses it uses data a, a data driven approach to kind of find out how you know where your brain was at birth. In other words, what dri what 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 drives you mm -hmm. from a data standpoint? And there's four major um, there's four major drives, and that's that's dominance, extroversion, patience, and uh, and formality, and so there all there's no good, bad, right, or wrong. But everybody's everybody has a, a data point on the continuum of each of those drives from low to high, and so uh, and that's what makes us all kind of different. Mm. 
And now, you know, uh, thing, as my grandmother used to say, thank God for horse racing, because it'd be pretty boring <laughs> if we all were the same, wouldn't it? That's right. Exactly <laughs> right. And so what we try to do from a business coaching standpoint is we try to make sure that that um, clients understand the need for diversity of thought and and diversity of ideas and business approaches with various levels of cre- creativity and 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 the behavioral assessments allow us to make sure that that a, a company or a department or, or or even a group or even a solopreneur with a network group he's he or she has got enough um, um, enough enough diversity in problem solving and whether how dominant they might be or how collaborative they might be uh, we put a measuring stick on all of that and we come up with some unique personalities that can work together and uh, and solve business problems for our clients. Well, there's nothing about it. You, you, you know, you dig deep, you really cover a lot of stuff. Uh, these are in lively uh, weekly classes, uh, really. Um, when I say live, we're talking about live on Zoom. Um, they can be live, were live, uh, all as a group together before the pandemic, of course. You don't, you don't consider this business of being, you know, 10 feet apart in the same room type thing that you, you can't do that. Uh, you, you'd prefer to do it online. Um, no, we want to get back to classes, social, social distance. Um, um, you know, we want to support the CDC guidelines and all that. And, uh, and we're actively looking for places that will allow that. Um, and so, but, but, but the problem is when it comes to physical locations, um, hardly anybody is really opening up spaces at, at mm. this time, no. uh, especially spaces that are affordable, you know, and, uh, you know, not a, not a, not a, a big room in a restaurant that expects you to come in and buy 20 meals, uh, that kind of thing. So we're trying to be cost effective about it, but we plan to be back into the, into the live classroom session. And Oh, by the way, they've all been live streamed ever since day one. So, okay. well, um, so you know, in and you talk about, you know, restaurants that way, it doesn't make you sound. Yeah. I mean, you don't charge an awful lot of money for this particular thing that you do in the Don Zavas curriculum, do you? No, correct. I mean, like we, we've got a lot of very complimentary uh, services that we provide uh, we also have programs that start at $50 a month uh, called our class pass. We have also the build, the business builder program that is $200 a month that basically um, basically supports the personal one-on-one coaching as well as accountability partnerships and all of our social media stuff that, that people can have access to on a, on a complimentary basis as well as the weekly live class, classroom training that is that is, is, is essentially uh, for clients, uh, but we, we tend to be a little quite liberal in how we open that up to people who want to come in and just learn for a couple of sessions for sure. All right, John, if anybody's listening now that would like to you know, follow this through, what are all the connection points now to be able to get in touch with you and the Don Zavis organization? Well, you can, you can easily search uh, for me on, on LinkedIn and just type my name, John Wechter, W-A-E-C-H-T-E-R, and I will pop right up, connect with me, and I will reach out to you uh, 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 forthwith. You can call me at 520-370-8232, and, and we can talk about how, 
how uh, how we can we can help you or your business or your friend's business or or whatever whatever situation that you want to uh, that you want to try and tackle. Uh, and so uh, and I also you can email me at um, uh, J W W A E C H T E R at Comcast.net. And so, um, or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram account or any, just go into any of those platforms and search and reach out and, um, and, um, and I should, I should pop up somewhere. Uh, but the yes. phone call 520-370-8232, that's the fastest, the easiest. Yeah, it is. Isn't it still a good old phone? 520-370-8232. To uh, get in touch with John Wechter, okay, for the Don Zavis sales training curriculum and all the wonderful stuff that comes with a great, great small business training. If you're just starting out, you couldn't go wrong. Then that don't charge the earth, and uh, you've got years and years of experience between the guys to be able to put you on the right track. It's been a pleasure, John. Thanks for your sponsorship and thanks for taking time out to chat with us. Well, thank you, Mark, and thank you for putting this program together with the Miranda Chamber. It was really. Um, uh, we were honored to be a part of it, and um, and uh, it's, it was for a great cause, the Community Food Bank, the Food Bank for Un Impact, and we're just uh, proud to be a part of it, and thanks for the opportunity. Okay, thank you. Goodbye now. Bye. My second guest coming out of the wonderful thank you uh, from Impact Arizona, the uh, the directory that we did, which raised money for Impact Food Bank and in association with the Miranda Chamber and various sponsors on that. And I'm fortunate to have an Arizona native with over 28 years of experience in office management, including human resources and full charge bookkeeping. It's welcome to Leanne Roberts, Vice President of Dependable Personnel. Good morning, Mark. Nice to have you. Thank you for giving us some time and thank you for your sponsorship. Leanne, sure. uh, most of your experience was in the construction industry, right? Tell us about that. Uh, well, I started a career early on uh, in construction. Uh, it was kind of a fluke. Um, happened to be at a friend's uh, parent's construction company one day, and um, his mother was attempting to learn uh, payroll, how to do payroll. And I was standing over the accountant's shoulder watching watching him do it and asking a lot of questions. and. She turned around to me and she said, do you want to do this? <laughs> and I said, sure. And it turned into a 12-year job. So, <laughs> Wow. Just like that. And Yeah. And he turned, uh, the accountant ended up uh, not just teaching me payroll, but he, um, he taught me how to keep books. And um, he taught me accounting. And from there, I just, I, I took classes and I expanded on my education and learned as much as I could and was there for 12 years. And Pretty much, um, even after I left there, I stayed in construction. I went to a restoration company for a while and um, did the books and office management for them as well. Um, and then took a little break and went into medical billing and coding and wanted to try something different. And taught some construction industry accounting software. And Very good. Very good. Yeah. Very interesting. So one sort of led into another. When did you actually arrive at Dependable Personnel? Uh, in 2017. Judy, my partner, um, and I met, and um, I was looking for I was looking for a new opportunity, and I had known Judy for quite some time, and 
knew what Dependable was about. And, and she gave me an opportunity to grow the business and become a partner. And I'm really fortunate to have been able to assist, you know, to assist our community in obtaining, helping obtain community members and employees prosperous employment and providing small business owners with payroll and keeping services. Mm. And this really allows us to, um, you know, help the employers and employees to focus on what they do best by, you know, us doing the recruiting and, you know, managing employees and doing the payroll and bookkeeping. So um, it's really been a great job. I've really enjoyed it. So what's the history of Dependable, Leanne? Uh, Well, we originated in 1994. Um, Judy started the company. She's been a legal secretary for 20 years and um, moved into uh, staffing legal offices. Um, And that's kind of where it started. Uh, The original mission was to assist the Tucson legal community in their staffing needs. Um, Our focus was to to expand, um, also serving, you know, the Tucson corporate community, Mm -hmm. um, small businesses, and help them to staff their offices with administrative employees. Uh, We've recently extended our services to include payroll and bookkeeping as well. That's good. So what was the focus of the firm? Was it to stay a certain size? I think we remain small. Um, we're specialized. We definitely have our niche. Uh, we're locally owned and operated as well as woman owned. Um, and dependable is, uh, personnel is committed to providing personalized services to both our clients and our job seekers. And, you know, our focus, our, our goal is to make exemplary matches that, that last. Uh, we pride ourselves on thoroughly screening our, our prospective job seekers and ensuring that our clients' specific requirements are met. So what types of business do you market to then? Um, well, obviously the legal community. Um, we have a really strong uh, relationship with the, with the legal community. Um, and, and small businesses, uh, you know, those, those one to 10 um, employee businesses where, you know, the, the owners are focused uh, on, on their business. And hiring employees is not always a strong suit for them. I mean, it takes a lot of time. They have mm. to... You know, they have to recruit, they have to put the ad in, they have to interview, they have to sort through resumes. You know, they have, it, it takes a lot of time to hire an employee. And that's where we can come in because we can do that for them. And it saves them a lot of time. And then they only have to, you know, then they only have to interview maybe two or three choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, you know, that saves them a lot of time uh, and lets them focus on what they do best. Yeah, well, the old adage saying, you know, time is money. And for yes, a small, for, yeah, for a small business, uh, it's surprising, uh, you know, uh, the time it takes out of a day having to do all of that. So it's good when someone professionally just takes that right off your hands. So, what services do you offer overall then? So we offer temp temporary services. So if there's somebody you've got a project, or you just need somebody's going on vacation, that sort of thing. Um, we also offer attempt to hire, which is a 30-day placement. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> it's a 90-day, uh, 90-day placement. And um, at the end of that 90 days, if they like, if they want to keep that person, they can just transfer them over to their payroll. So, you know, it's kind of like a buy before you, a try before you buy sort of scenario. You get to, that's a good You idea. get to have them, yeah. You get to have them working for you for 90 days and see how, and and then go go from there. You know, um, is, is there uh, a, a percentage sort of thing that comes out of your industry where I, I don't know what you call it, what the correct terminology is, but, you know, they had a shot for 90 days and you liked them so much you wanted to keep them. Does that um, well, happen? 
all the time, (laughs) (laughs) all the time. A lot of, you know, a lot of our clients, that's what they're intending to do. They're, they're wanting to find that perfect employee. Um, And so, you know, with attempt to hire, they really get, they really get time to work with that person and see if it's not only a good match um, personality wise, um, if they're a good fit with other employees, if they are as knowledgeable as we say they are, um, and can really do a good job for them. So it gives them a little time to, to really work on that. You have a very interesting, you know, role to play. There's psychology involved. There's good judgment, business judgment. I mean, you know your world and you know what you want to provide and you do have to get to know the potential employee. Do you let them know at all uh, or, or, or is it best not to sort of thing where, look, you play your cards right with this and, you know, you could end up with, the, with a permanent job here. Or is it, is it better that the person who's wanting to hire from you, you know, finds that out for themselves? I don't know. That's a good question. I, 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 think, it's a, I think it's a combination on both sides. Um, you know, I, I, I really feel like um, we do a really good job in the beginning of qualifying our candidates for the, for the company, uh, for the employer. And making sure that um, they have the skill set that they're looking for and that they have, it's a, it's a good fit personality-wise. Um, and I, I spend a lot of time talking to our prospective candidates um, and finding out what, what their hopes and dreams and desires and, and skill sets are before even attempting to match them somewhere. Um, and on the other side, I mean, you know, the the... The client, the, the employer really wants to make sure that this person is, they don't want to be retraining and doing it over and over and over again. Nobody does. Mm. Um, so on attempt to hire, you know, the idea is to make sure that in the first, in the first round that they're getting the person that they really, really are looking for. Um, that's the ultimate goal. Uh, does it always work? No. But, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. sometimes personalities just clash and there's, you know, yeah, and it may be, it's human nature, isn't it? Mm. It is. It is. Yeah, so I but, think overall that's our, that's our strong suit is really being able to find um, the perfect match for somebody. Well, I guess it must be a thrill for you when the phone rings, you pick it up and it's a client that you've got somebody in, you know, put somebody in for 90 days and they ring up and say, oh, oh, yeah, and I'm so impressed with this person. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, it must it, give you a buzz, you know. It does. It does. When it works out, when it works out really well. Um, and I'm, I have to say, I'm usually fairly confident that it's going to in the get go. Um, recently we just had, we just had this scenario. Um, somebody was looking for, um, a new legal secretary and, um, she'd had some bad experiences with previous employees and she had what she refers to as a little PTSD. You know, she was hesitant to, to have somebody new come in. And, um, I immediately had the perfect match for her. I, I, I knew this was going to be just a perfect situation. And um, she had me send her in as a temp and um, she'll be starting with the company at the end of the month. So that's good. Um, hmm. And it, and it works out really well, you know, and, and those are very exciting times. 
I mean, it yes. does make you feel good that you've you've made two people very happy. Yeah, and I mean, your client gets faith in human nature again, you know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they do. So I'm speaking with uh, Leanne Roberts, Vice President of Dependable Personnel. Now, what types of positions do you staff altogether? Um, primarily, um, administrative and clerical. Uh, one of the things that we pride ourselves on is the fact that all of our staff has to have a minimum of one year's professional office experience. So um, we don't necessarily, um, we, we don't place anybody that has not already had that year's experience in an office setting. Um, and that's really important to us because when we send a temp in, you know, they, they need to have an understanding of administrative tasks. Mm. Um, but is a year enough? Tasks. Is a year enough, Leanne? Uh, you know, I think it, it depends on the position. You know, um, that's just a starting point. You know, as a as a front desk or receptionist, yes, I think that that can be enough. Um, obviously, we have um, staff that has you know twenty years of legal experience. Um, you know, uh, we have staff that have five years of legal experience, um, and and that is usually the the time frame for um, secretarial and legal assistant positions that that they're that they're looking for is that minimum of three years of experience. Um, three to five years of experience. So, you know, it really varies um, depending on the client. But I think for a lot of temporary positions where it's just a front desk or a receptionist type, you know, type position, I think mm -hmm. that year's professional office experience is, is, is enough. Well, um, there's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, and you've experienced over many years of business. Um, that position is the gateway, isn't it, often to a company? And it can it be it can be so wrong or so right, and by gee, I've met a few in my life where I just want to turn around and walk out again. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I I do know what you mean. Um, and and it's important, you know, when you have that person on the front desk to make sure that not only do they look professional, but they need to sound professional. You know, they need to. Oh yes. Mm -hmm they need to have some confidence when they're answering that phone and they need to come across with that kind of uh, attitude and demeanor. Um, so, you know, it, like I said, the, the, the hiring process and, and our, our processes of screening are um, pretty in depth, actually. Mm. I still meet with, I still, well, up until recently, anyway, uh, I was still meeting with every, every potential candidate face to face. Right um, now, that was going to be another question. What happens to your style of business during this pandemic? How do you handle it now? Well, again, you know, we've converted to to phone interviews. Um, I haven't had to I haven't had to do a FaceTime or Skype or anything like that or Zoom um, yet, but that is certainly an option. Um, a lot of the candidates I'm getting um, are people coming back to us, so I'm already familiar with them mm -hmm. um, and already know them well. Um, and they've either been laid off or, or, you know, have decided not to work temporarily or whatever. So, um, so I've been fortunate in that regard that I, you know, a lot of them are repeat candidates, and so I, I already know them know them well. Mm -hmm. um, but we've we've resorted to you know phone interviews and and. Um, Doing more, doing more things online for sure. I guess you have um, to. I, Everybody's I, had to adapt, right? Yeah. 
yeah i do look forward to the time when i can go back to in person though i really enjoy that part yeah of, of course who, who doesn't i miss it terribly my studio is normally in the steward title building on broadway uh, their corporate offices there where Tucson Business Radio X is. And I miss all the crew. You know, I miss all just right. the good mornings and the hellos on my way to the studio and chatting mm-hmm. and visitors that come in and working from home is just not the same for me. I tell you now, <laughs> I, yeah, I like people. <laughs> it's certainly it's certainly not been the same for us either, but um, I, I look forward to getting back to that time. Yeah, something to look forward to. So let, let me ask you this. What sets you apart, do you think, from your competitors? Um, well, I, I think most importantly, um, you know, that, that, uh, we are locally owned. Um, my partner, Judy and I are the contact people, you know, who you're going to talk to. It's that personal service. Um, you know, who you're going to get when, when some, when you call in, uh, and I think that that is, that is huge. Um, you know, some of the, some of the larger national companies they have multiple salespeople and mul- multiple recruiters and things of that nature. So um, right. I think our size is, is definitely an advantage. And I think, again, being locally owned um, and really specializing in our niche um, makes us, sets us apart um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the other, the other thing is, is that um, um, a, a lot of companies, and I'm not, I'm not saying that they all do it, but a lot of companies, there's a, uh, there's a fee after the attempt to hire. So the employees with the, with the company for 90 days. And, and um, if you want to keep them, you now have to pay a fee. Uh, we don't have that fee oh. at the end of that, at the end of 90 days, they are yours. We're happy that they have a job and we're happy that you like them. And um, that is enough. Uh, we don't have any additional fees. So I think that certainly sets us apart from, from, from our competitors as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, local is good, and uh, you can get to meet them and so on more. And um, screening, I guess, is important. How do you actually screen your candidates? Oh, boy. Uh, so um, because we're not doing face-to-face at the moment, which, like I said, I really miss. Yeah. Um, I, I am doing phone interviews, and um, we also do um, uh, skill testing. Uh, so, you know, in this, in, in administrative and clerical, obviously, typing speed is important. Yes. Um, accuracy is important. Um, grammar skills are very important, um, grammar and spelling. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, we, have a, we have a list of assessments that we have them do. Um, and then again, you know, the face-to-face interviews or what used to be face-to-face interviews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I really, I think... The screening is about, um, you know, their skill set and things of that nature. Obviously, we do background checks and, and things of that nature as well. But I think it's also really important to screen to make sure that you understand what that candidate is looking for. So Yeah, that's, that's what, important too, isn't it? What they're looking for. Yeah, what, what kind of job. Not, you know, they, they have a skill set in a particular arena. But are they really happy in that arena? I mean, you don't want to send somebody in who's Miserable. says, "Yes, I yeah. need a job, so I'm going to take it," but it's not really what I want. Hmm. You know, so I, I really sit down with them and try to figure out, try to pull out of them <laughs> what it is they really, really, really want to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. So well, that we can place them in the appropriate spot. Well, I think that's very smart. I mean, 
you know, a happy person in a job is going to be, it comes out of them a lot more, a lot more happier in their role in what they're doing, and therefore the client would be happy. Do you train them yeah. at all on, because so important, as we talked about before, we touched on about being, you know, the gateway to the industry, the first uh, impression of the company that you're dealing with. Some of them are so slow I've come across on taking a call getting you to hold at the front desk, getting back to the person on the phone, handling you. I mean, it's an art, isn't it? It is an art. And, you know, that's not something necessarily that, that we can train in, but it's something that I can screen for. Mm. So, you know, how they answer um, how they answer the phone when I call them, you know, um, can tell me mm-hmm. how they're going to answer a phone at a business, okay. You know um, how how they sound, how they react to questions. All of those things are part of that screening process. Um, so it's important that I talk to them on the phone as much as I talk to them in person because I want to know if they're applying for a receptionist position. I want to know what they're going to sound like and how they're going to talk to somebody. Um, and so that that is not necessarily training, but definitely a screening process. Let me ask you this. What attracted you in the first place to dependable personnel? You know, I, I, uh, when, I wrote, when, when that question came around, I, I, I really thought to myself, um, what, what did attract me to it? And, and I think that, um, well, first of all, um, I, I adore Judy, um, my business partner. Um, she's, uh, she's been great all around. Um, I came into this business with pretty much no legal experience. So I, I mean, although I had human resources experience, I didn't really understand the legal terminology and, you know, things of that nature. And, um, she was great in teaching me all of those things. Um, Mm. and she's been a great mentor regardless, um, in, in this business. And, um, you know, the experiences that I had with dependable before, um, coming on were, just also positive. Um, the staff that was there at the time and um, the helpfulness. Um, and for me, it was, it was, um, I have a very helper personality. So I always want to be that person that's, that's helping somebody and, and trying to make sure that somebody is taken care of and, and happy. And um, this was a great way. This was a great opportunity for me to continue to help people. Um, and, and I just felt like, you know, between Judy's mentorship and, um, the way that she was with employees and the way that she was with clients, it it would just be a great fit for me. And it's turned out, and it's turned out very well. So it's, you know, in a lot of ways, it's like what, uh, you try and help, you know, your potential, uh, employees with, you know, making them happy in their role and the jobs they go mm-hmm. to. It's very much mm-hmm. so. That's good. You're a good soul. <laughs> we talk of <laughs> Judy. You. What is Judy's last name? Uh, Judy Warren. Judy Warren. Okay. And she's the president, I take it, of Dependable Personnel. Okay. Yep. I got one here for you. Why did you expand into bookkeeping and payroll? Well, honestly, it just made sense. Um, in, um, I have been doing, well, Judy's been doing books as well for as many years as, as I have, if not more. And, um, you know, we do payroll quite frequently. And it just made sense to expand into that arena. There's a, 
there's a lot of small business owners who don't have that expertise. And um, again, you know, with the staffing, it's the same thing. It's not what they do best and they need somebody to do it. And being a smaller business, um, you know, it cost is important. And so it just, it just made sense for us to expand on what we were already doing um, and offer those services to them as well. Very good. Leanne Roberts, Vice President of Dependable Personnel. Before we go, one last thing. Just had a left sure. field. If you were to buy, somebody was listening now and they'd like to approach you, even the way things are, you know, looking for a job or looking for a career, mm-hmm. or maybe it's a client who's thinking, who are we going to find to find us something? What would you advise from either side of the fence? What's your best advice you could give? Uh, well, if you're a candidate, um, the first step, uh, the first step is to make sure that you get together a a good resume, um, and that is something else that that we can do. When people send me resumes and I really like the candidate, um, a lot of times we'll go through and revise it to make it um, more effective. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people's resumes get really really long, um, so we can we can help with that as well. Um, so I think the first thing candidates need to think about is is um, their resume and what they want it to say and um, proofreading it is extremely important mm-hmm. uh, making sure that it's, it's well written um, and from the client perspective I, I think the first thing is, is just to give me a call tell me what you're looking for um, and let's have a conversation about what your needs are what you're looking for um, I have done I've done some recruiting outside outside of uh, administrative and clerical. We've had a few, um, we placed a few salespeople and things like that. And that's a little different for me, but I'm always willing to um, look outside the box and help somebody find truly that perfect employee. So I suggest just giving me a call and let's have a conversation. Fantastic. Uh, another thank you from Impact in our special. That was Leanne Roberts from Dependable Personnel. In fact, Vice President of Dependable Personnel. Uh, great speaking with you, and no doubt your company is successful. And keep it up, won't you? No matter what. Thank you, Mark. We appreciate it. You got it. Thank you very much indeed. All right. You have a good one. Goodbye now. Bye. 